Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Connecting Indigenous musicians. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be back. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars. I'm coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opaskwiat Cree Nation. And it's been a while since I've been on. I kind of took a hiatus because I was in school and it was becoming really intense. And But I'm glad to say and proud to say I, I graduated and uh, now I have a broadcast and media communications diploma. So the reason why I, I, I took the course was to make my podcast even better than it was last year. So I announced that it was my 102nd guest, but it's actually my 101st guest. So I'm really excited to to bring on my next guest. But first, um, I just want to let everyone know that we're streaming live on Facebook. We're streaming live on YouTube. Hey, Kim. Uh, nice to see you back. Kim from Kansas. She says, congratulations. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Um, we're streaming live, like I said, on my on the Facebook fan page, on my Twitter handle, which is rondahead underscore dot com, and on my, on my YouTube page channel and I'm so glad to be back again. Yay. And I'm excited to to for the lineup of, of um an awesome indigenous artists and, and actors and actresses, musicians and fashion designers. I can't wait to, to interview to interview them all. And so I'm just really happy to be back. And I just want to give a shout out to my friends who recently attended the the CCMAs, the, the country music awards in Calgary, Alberta, uh, Desiree Dorian, Jade Turner, Kimberly Dawn, and Don Amaro. They did, they represented us well in, in the indigenous community. And, you know, they uh, followed them on their Facebook and they all looked so great and, and beautiful the way they dressed up. And, and uh, yeah, it was so exciting to see some indigenous um, musicians representing the, the Canadian Country Music Awards. So congratulations to, to all my friends and, um, uh, so yeah, it was great. And I also want to give a shout out to Micmac designer Ingrid Brooks. <coughs> Excuse me. She's a um an amazing fashion designer and and she had a show, fashion show in, in New York City during Fashion Week. And she featured my song of a Marie and Cree featuring Boogie the Beat. So I want to give her a shout out and and thank her so much for using my song. When I when I opened up the the tag when she tagged me, I just started crying because my song was actually was you know being played at a major fashion show. That was so so exciting. So a big a big um, shout out to Ingrid Brooks. And the other thing I want to uh, mention before I bring on uh, uh, my friend. Is I want to cha challenge people to start using Indigenous music on your TikTok or your Instagram on social media posts. I see a lot of Indigenous people uh, and hear the music that they're choosing. They're choosing Munia um, music, and you know, it should be we should be celebrating our own Indigenous musicians and start using our Indigenous musicians' music on there. There's so much fantastic music to be heard, and and you know, when I when I um first put the call out on my shows coming back, I featured my friend Jared Lee from Saskatchewan and, and he had a, uh, he has a great song there that I, that I featured. 
Um, just want to make an announcement. I'm going to attend the singer songwriter gala next week. So you can follow me on my social media. I'm going to get glammed up and there's going to be red carpet. And so I'm really excited to go to Toronto for that. And then a couple of weeks later, it's the SoCan Awards again in Toronto. So I'm really looking forward to getting dressed up and, and uh, you know, I, um, Indie City said they're going to send me some real beautiful earrings to wear. So I'm really excited to to show off those beautiful, beautiful earrings. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my next guest. I'm going to read her her bio. Hey, hey, uh, uh, bye, Bobby. Nice to see you from uh, tuning in from Thompson. Uh, okay, I'm going to read the bio now. Deanna Allison plays Emma Leaphorn in AMC's Western Noir thriller series, Dark Winds based on Tony Hillerman's popular Lee Porn and Chi book series. The project was created by Graham Rowland and is executive produced by George R.R. R. Martin and Robert Redford. Deanna's father introduced her to the Tony Hillerman series at a young age, and she is excited to be part of this series. Deanna is a Dene creative of the Zuni Red running into the water clan, born into the salt clan. She is from northern New Mexico and is an enrolled member of the Colorado, Colorado River Indian tribes in Parker, Arizona. Deanna has a diverse background that includes kickboxing and fitness, multimedia arts, animation, film, and television. Please welcome... My friend Deanna Wilson, Deanna Allison, to the screen. Sorry about that. How are you doing, Deanna? Hi, Rhonda. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. So, I just want to give a background of how we met before we go on to the to talk about the um, some of the questions I have for you. We met. We met. When we were we both we were both hired to work for the North American Indigenous Games in in um, Denver, Colorado, right? So that's when we first met, and and uh, you told me so much amazing things of what you were doing. You know, you were working at Warner Brothers, and you were already acting at the time, right? Yes. Yeah. So so uh, that was. <laughs> So that was it. Was such a great pleasure to meet you and and uh, to learn about all the things you were all you were already doing some great things at the time when we met at the uh, Indigenous Games. So just uh, just wanted to let um, people know how we met, and then I got to follow your career, and now you're in an amazing series. Wow! Yes, you know that just brings back so many memories, and just how long you and I have been friends, and the journey that we've both taken in you know, manifesting our dreams as artists. And, you know, as you know, as artists, sometimes we have to moonlight in, in, you know, different positions. And, you know, that was something that brought me out to Colorado since when I met you, I was really, um, I don't know what's going on with my life. There we go. I was really into, you know, into sports and wellness and, you know, the North, the North American Indigenous Games at the time meant a lot to me as I competed on Team New Mexico back in the day, like, 20 years ago or something like that. It's been a long time for Team New Mexico. And so when I had the opportunity to work in Colorado with the games, um, I jumped on that. I'm so happy that I was able to meet a long life friend 
like you, Rhonda, you've been amazing, a true inspiration, and you really, truly have a heart and soul. And I just love your sincerity and your kindness. So I'm so you're the best thing that came out of that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, you're the best thing that came out of that for me as well. And and I uh, just want to let the audience know that we we reconnected and and at the gathering of nations, Paulo, recently in April, and we got to visit and. I got to meet your beautiful son, and it was, and I got to eat some amazing New Mexican food. That was uh, one of the highlights of, of uh, my visit in um, at Albuquerque. Plus seeing you, <laughs> yeah, it's always great having you in Albuquerque. And New, as you know, New Mexico is my hometown, and so um, I lived in California for many years. You know, at the time when you said when you met me, I was making a transition into sports and entertainment. And then I was working in animation with Warner Brothers and LA Pryor. And so many transitions did I make in my life, but every single bit of it helped me get to where I am today, just to understand the business, how to hustle and, you know, just to work and never, you know, stop dreaming of, of, of what you want. I remember when we went to karaoke in, <laughs> in Durango, in, in Denver, did I say oh, was it Denver? Okay. When we were working there, I remember you invited me and you sang Whitney Houston, and I was just like blown away. I'm like, wow, she's amazing. So I'm just so happy to see all of your success. You know, I'm a big fan of your opera music. I've always been a big opera fan. That was definitely something that I worked in when I um, lived in San Diego. I worked in, you know, musical theater and also with um, lyric opera, more so behind the scenes, you know, in stage management in that realm. You know, it's I've always just really try to hustle to stay afloat, whatever part of production it might be. You know, theater has always been my base as an actor. It was always a place where I had a home. It was a place where I could practice my craft and it was a place where I can find my creativity and just um, just let loose. So I, I'm always really grateful for for theater and the stage. Um but yeah, you know, I was living in California for a good while, LA with Warner Brothers. And then of course, San Diego, I, I did get back into the fitness industry there where I became a certified um, Muay Thai instructor under Deck Cushion and at uh, the Muay Thai Academy. It was really amazing. And I, I really enjoyed, you know, teaching, you know, fitness and, and self-defense. And those were the type of things that I was doing in California that, well, st oh, I still continue to this day, but just more, more for fitness these days. Um, but, um, when I moved back, it was really great to see that there was an industry that started to develop here in New Mexico. That was partially one of the reasons why I left New Mexico, New Mexico was because of the work. And, um, so I kind of, I, I followed it, went out to LA to, you know, to follow that. And, you know, I, I, you know, had some great opportunities, but, you know, there really wasn't quite much for me as an indigenous actress, let alone a Navajo actress, um, so when Dark Winds came my way, um, and I was asked to audition for the role, um, I jumped at it and I was ready. This was something that I was ready for. And it was something I was preparing for even prior to even knowing that I was going to have this opportunity. I just knew that there was opportunities now in New Mexico after I moved back and, you know, I started getting involved with some of the local theater companies here, got into playwriting, was able to be, um, you know, on stage again. And it was just amazing. And I, I believe that was really a gracious light for me. And it was with an indigenous theater company called Two Worlds Theater. I'm always forever grateful for them, for them giving, you know, us artists, us actors, a, a home, especially here in Albuquerque. So, you know, so when 
Dark Winds came my way, um, I was ready. I was prepared. And, you know, there was many auditions that I had to go through in order to nail down the role. But, you know, I, I got it and I was just super grateful. And um, I'm so happy that the series um, season, sorry, <laughs> season one did so well um, this past this past season. And I'm very grateful for that. And we did get picked up for season two. So awesome. I'm definitely getting ready for that and gearing up for that. And um, I'm really excited to be playing Emma Leaphorn. She's absolutely fabulous. You know, she is a Diné woman, a Navajo woman who is very, who is highly educated, who's dedicated to her family, who's a devoted wife, and she's a proud mother. And she is a, a nurse, a midwife, so she uses her profession to protect her indigenous people from some of the unjust practices at, back in the 1970s that were happening during then. And it's unfortunate some of these things are still existing to this day with the healthcare system. So she's mm-hmm. a big healthcare advocate. Um, she's culturally and spiritually grounded. I mean, she's just this magnificent woman. I mean, it's she's kind of like the... Um, She's like the she's like what the kind of character that us as Dene women really strive and look up to. And um, she would be like my grandmother's age. And so I definitely looked to a lot of my own mother, my grandmothers, my aunties, my sisters, you know, that all encompass this this individual, these characters, this character, this indigenous woman, this Navajo woman. So I just feel so honored to play her. And, you know, she's married to Joe Lee Horn, who's played by Jason McLaren. And Joe, it, it based off the um, Tony Hillerman novels, which is about Joe Leaphorn and Jim Chi, they're Navajo Nation cops. And they go and they solve crimes all over the reservation. And it was written by Tony Hillerman. And he did a great job at really expressing what happens to some of the, the tribal policemen, especially here on the Navajo Res, and some of the hardships that they have to go through, even from spirituality because, you know, oftentimes, well, they have to deal with a dead body and, and a Navajo. And in our Navajo customs, you're not supposed to, you have to have a whole lot of respect for the dead. You're not supposed to handle the dead. So there's a lot of like prayer and medicine that goes in, into that. And this is something that the Navajo Nation, you know, police force in their own spiritual beliefs sometimes struggle with. And so there's some of these, these kind of things that are put into the book, into the novels. And of course, it's a thriller. It's um, It's about, you know, detective work and um you know i'm just happy to be playing um to be playing emily porn who really brings that sense of culture and that groundness into the series especially when it comes to the Diné navajo culture yeah it's a i i started watching it when i knew that i was going to be interviewing you to just to see how the how the series is i'm like oh my goodness it just drew me <laughs> right in and i i love the 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 cultural aspect of it and, and our beliefs and, and our, our, I, like I just got everything. It was, it's such a great, yes. great production, great cast. I, I, I know I'm going to watch the, the rest of the, of these, the series and I can't wait for the second series to come out, but I just wanted to touch on something that you talked about that you were ready for this, this uh, role. And I just wanted to, to talk to a little bit about the audience. Like, like a lot of us artists, we work, work hard, 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 hard in the background. And when that opportunity arises for us, we're ready for it, right? It's not has nothing to do with luck. It's all all the preparing, the years of training, studying, and practice, and 
and you know we're ready. We know exactly when we're ready to do it. And and that, thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely, because you know I, it was just sometimes you only have that one opportunity. And if I could get by by mediocre auditions, that would have been great. But it, the world doesn't work like that. You have to be on. And so, like you said, you know, we work, we work hard. And when that one opportunity comes our way, it's for me, it's like I wanted to grab it and hit and just hit it running. And and so that's where I take it. And like all things, nothing is certain, especially in this industry. So, you know, um, it's it's definitely I'm definitely very grateful to have this character. You know, I, I believe for me, she was like I could really identify with her because she is a Dene character. So I believe right there was just what gave me so much passion to be able to, to really just seek my, my everything into her, all of my webbing and everything, and just really embrace her. And so, yeah, I was ready. I was so grateful that the, that the novels were coming back to be a show. Cause I've always been a fan of Hillerman and I always thought he was very respectful towards how he wrote about the Navajo people and our culture. Cause at the time, no one was writing about any of it. Mm-hmm. And so now I really, I'm, I'm very happy that there's more um, that's happening out there and what's, it's an adaptation. So there's also um, more background to new characters that they're writing about just to give more an essence of what the life on the Navajo Re- reservation is like, which is really neat. And um, yeah, you know, and it gives me an opportunity to speak Navajo um, you know, I grew up speaking Navajo as a young girl. My parents are both fluent Navajo speakers, so they always spoke it to us. When we were younger, a lot more, it was a lot easier. And as, as we all grow, we go our different ways and, you know, we leave out of the city, we go to the city, you know, we don't get to speak it as much. And so I find with um, Emma Leaphorn, I have that opportunity to bring that Navajo back. And it was just, to me, it was like so heartwarming just to be able to speak Navajo again. And, you know, I have my, you know, I have the ability to hear it and, you know, be able to, to make the sounds because that was something that my parents um, taught me. And um, so I'm, I, like I said, I'm just happy to be able to be speaking Navajo. I really like that we're incorporating that into the series. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really, really great too, to, to hear the indigenous language. And then when I heard you speak it, I was like, wow, she speaks Navajo. That's so wonderful. And when you when I was watching the this the when I first started watching the the series and I seen you in there, I'm like, oh my God, that's my friend. I'm so proud <laughs> to see you to see you on the screen. And then and then the 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 subtitle. It was just it's such an incredible series. It's so uh, and I'm so proud of all the cast. Like the cast is so amazing. Like Zan McLaren and Jesse or Jessica Matten, Kiowa Gordon, and my and my friend, my, he's my brother actually, Gene Braverock. I we went and did a uh, a show together in Australia, and that's where I got to meet him. And I was and he plays such a like a a mean guy in there. I'm like, oh my god! And the, the acting is like so wonderful. It's like it's it's so good. I'm so proud of all of you and I'm glad it got picked up for a second season and congratulations to all of you. It's such a, it's such a, it's so exciting to see this. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, all of them are absolutely phenomenal actors. Um, so it was really great to, to meet some Canadian actors and, 
and for the U.S. actors to come together. And it was definitely, it was an ensemble. Everyone just worked really well together and very creative, had a lot of really wonderful, respectful, kind words to share and just even energy. You know, the exchange of creative of creativity between one another was definitely very strong and we were very respectful of one another. And I truly adore each and every one of them. Yeah, it's such a such a great great series, uh, series. and and uh, I'm good for sure. I'm gonna finish it off and and watch what's uh, uh, like like I said, the, the show is so compelling and it just keeps drawing me in more and more. And I just want to I just want to binge watch it. <laughs> binge watch it, you know. <laughs> and then you can just watch it all over again. You know, you can watch it as many times as you want, and then you'll That's see. That's right. That's right. You'll see different so, yeah. So the show Dark Winds is uh, streaming right now on AMC Plus. And, uh, and right now, if you're just tuning in, I'm to, to, um, interviewing the be- my beautiful friend, Deanna Allison, who stars in, in the, the series Dark Winds. And I'm really so excited that, that she's, uh, she's here with me. I, I hope to um, go back to Albuquerque next year. I got a place to stay now with, with the other actress that, you know, um, Andrea Good, so she invited me to come and stay with her next next year. So I'm going to take her on, on that offer. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. Come on, let's go and get some green green and red chili. <laughs> <laughs> and the food, I want to come back for the food. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all about the food whenever you come. So we'll hit up our spots <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So so um. For uh, any uh, upcoming aspiring actress, how do you go about when you're networking? How do you go about doing your hustling? God. Uh, Networking. Well, it's nice that I finally have management. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Before then, gosh, I just had a hustle. Meet as prior to that, you know, just classic schmoozing, you know show up at events, go to, you know, be involved with different, you know, theater workshops. That was something I did a lot of and just staying involved with different productions, whether I was in front of the camera or not, I always wanted to be a part of production of show business. And I was always helpful, willing and ready to work all the time, whether or not I was on that stage or whether I was out there hustling, trying to find the next gig. So it, you know, it's just about that whole thing, all about who you know, who you get introduced to, applying for those jobs, and then from there doing a good job. And then, you know, hopefully by then you get the good work and, you know, you get recommended. And, and before you know it, people will recommend you, you know, the classic ways. But, um, you know, I'm fortunate now to finally have a to have some good management behind me, which really helps out a great deal. That's so it takes awesome. a little bit more of the stress off. But, hey, yeah. if anyone still, yeah. hey. I'm a little little, um, underground, so. (laughs) So, so before when, so when you get offered a part, how do you, or or when you're being auditioning for a part, how do you prepare for your roles? Um, let's see. Well, I recent, I have a, I have another character that's coming out. Um, I believe it'll be next year in September. I was up in Toronto filming um, another character just recently. And that was really amazing. Um, but how I usually, I mean, I, I go through the, like some of the basics, you know, the five senses of what that actor might, or what that character might be going through. I, I create a backstory of who this person is, what they eat, what they like. I really try to get as detailed as possible, just with what 
I want to make up, but then, you know, then I'll read whatever the breakdown, um, what the script says, you know, no matter how big or small the role is, I always read the whole script, you know, everything, even my, my, even the parts that are not mine. I like to know what's happening um, throughout the whole thing. And yeah, like I said, I just, you know, go through the, some of the basic things, um, you know, where they live, where they're from, you know, sight, taste, touch, that whole thing, what their, um, in, what their intentions are for that particular scene. What are they trying to get? And those are just some basic like acting 101 that I start off with. And then from there, I go through a, a transformation. I, I kind of take myself into a whole nother realm, but that's kind of like the basis. <laughs> that's so cool. So can you tell us some of the um, uh, movies and series that you've been a part of? Um, well, I mean, I would say most of my work is in theater, but, you know, I've worked on, um, of course, Dark Winds. And then this, this, this new one that I'm on, um, I can't, I don't think I can really say too much about that one yet, but I worked on the Batman in animation. And then um, I have a movie out that was kind of like my first movie called Edge of America, directed by Chris Eyre, which Chris Eyre is directing. He's the director of Dark Winds, of our television series. That. Yeah, that's awesome. And so yeah. I actually worked with him on Edge of America, like, gosh, 20 years ago. It's been forever. It's a great movie. It's inspired off a true story um, about a Navajo basketball team. Or actually, I'm sorry, it's called All Nations. It was inspired off of this, this All Navajo basketball team, but... But it's it's it the the show itself or the team itself was called All Nations since it's an inspirational story. Um, so that was Edge of America. That was like my first my first movie. And you know, with Batman, I worked on the series, um, a few series. Gosh, I can't remember how many series I worked on. And then the direct to video, and you know, and then just done a lot of production work from stage management to you know coordination, production coordinator, and things of that sort, you know, running shows, theater shows. <laughs> so now that I'm a, a, a working actor, I, you know, I'm really just trying to focus all my time just on, on my acting right now. And like I said, nothing's ever certain, but right now I'm really just focused and ready and just really excited to see what the future brings, but, you know, staying in the moment too, um, being very grateful for just the simplicity of life and just being with my family, with my, my son. And, you know, that's the greatest joy really um, of my career was, was being a mother. So that's really where I put a lot of my time and dedication is into my son. That's okay. awesome. And I'm so glad I got to meet him in Albuquerque. <laughs> He's so cute. His hair is like getting longer and he just loves his hair and, you know, <laughs> totally believes in the whole sacredness of our hair. And he really wants to get his hair even longer. He wants to put it into see it you know and um I, I consider myself and you know I'm like I'm such an Navajo mom like we don't really I mean we'll censor some things from our kids but we're not as we're not afraid to share scary stories so he has watched dark winds <laughs> some of it you know and so he really loves seeing like the Tied with Lee Korn and his hair and the male Tied and he enjoys watching Chi um, Jim Chi, like cruise around the res and his crew and his cruiser and fighting crime. And he's playing with his own that's, toys. And that's so awesome. Yeah I, yeah. I enjoy watching Jim cheat as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Oh gosh, sorry, my mic keeps on flickering. I thought I it all. Yes, it's such a great series, and I, and I see award use winning awards for it, and it's it's a. Uh, it's groundbreaking, I think, from the other series that I've watched, and, and it's so good. Like, oh, even God, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, it's they, so great. They're, they're great too. And then they added um, Bernadette into it, who's played by Jessica Madden, and she comes later in the series. I mean, like in the novels that uh, Tony Hillerman wrote, his daughter Anne picked up a little bit later in the series, and, and she wrote about Bernadette. But in our in our adaptation, everyone's together in our series, so mm -hmm. they're. So if you follow the books, they're going to be, they come within, you know, different books. But now in our show, we're all together. So you can do that. And she, you can do that. You can do anything. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, but they did great. Yeah. I mean, everyone is, when I saw them in their cop uniforms, I'm like, oh, you guys are definitely doing some justice for the Navajo Nation police force. Like, so they all did it. That is so awesome. That's so wonderful. I'm so happy for all of you and proud of the, all the work that you've been doing. It's just such such a great show, and I encourage everyone to go and, and watch it on AMC+. Plus. It's streaming there right now, and I'm going to continue and binge watch. And So where can the audience find you? How can they follow you? Um, they can follow me on Instagram, Deanna.Allison22 on Instagram. I'm, I'm not very social media heavy. <laughs> I'm a bit old school, but I, you know, I will definitely post on there when there's projects that I would like to share with the public. That's when I, I do my posting and, but I'm on there and you can definitely get on, get in contact through me through that. Awesome. I, I prefer that. Cause like, I think I, I think I'm going to create a, a separate Facebook uh, fan page or, or I don't know what you call those. Yeah, they call fan page because I'm sure a lot of there's a lot of people that want to follow you and what you're doing and and you're doing some wonderful stuff out there and in the with with your career and it's so exciting. I'm so proud of you and I, I can't wait to see um, what you're what you have up your sleeve next. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Well, you know, and then I know like my my current Facebook I have right now, that one's like really old. And so so I would suggest Instagram would be the best way to go. Okay, awesome. So do you have any parting words before we uh, end the show? Well, I just want to say thank you, Rhonda. And I'm just super duper proud of you. And, you know, I just really appreciate just everything that you bring through your music. Music is such a powerful healing. It's medicine. And I liked exactly what you said about, you know, let's start playing our indigenous music because we need to hear that more. And so, yeah, I'm really thankful for you. And, you know, thank you for giving me the opportunity and saving space for me. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you, you're my uh, my guest coming back into into the um, the show again. And um, uh, like I said, I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to, to hang out with you again. And uh, I want to let the people know that my next guest is Gabriel Ayala, the uh, beautiful classical guitar player. And, you know, um, to stay safe and and, um, and be healthy. And kisagitin, I do say Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar, only on Indigenous Superstar.